Teen Sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. You're live. Good morning, everybody. This is Erica, the Queen of Teen. I want to start off with giving some shouts out to uh, Eternity Ready Radio because they're, they're, we're podcasted with them and we've been partners now for about six, seven months. And Jeremiah Ferris, I actually bumped into, uh, not personally, but I jumped on one to your podcast. You had this convention. I was wowed. You're doing a great job. And thank you very much for the relationship. Um, Listen, we have had, we're coming into, I think, I don't know if we're going to be chilly. I don't know. I feel rain. I feel cold. Dominique, what do you think? I hope we're going to have weather. (laughs) We need water. Hold on, hold on. We always have weather. Yeah. It's what kind we're going to get. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it just seems like dropping, like I know. chilly, chilly. Um, but uh, without any further ado, let's do this. We've got teens in the house that are doing such a great job. I'm so proud of our, our kids, our teens, and our queens. Let's start off with Santa Barbara High School. Romy, what's going on over at SB Don? Thank you, Erica, and hello, everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior, reporting back from Santa Barbara, California with this week's SB Dallin Sports Recap. On Friday, it was our last football game of the season, which makes me very sad as it will be my last high school football game as a high schooler ever. Beating San Marcos 26-7, the boys secured their share of the Channel League title with Rio Mesa and Pacifica. Abel Renteria and sophomore Wide receiver Kai Malt, who connected 10 times for 157 yards, were voted co-winners of the Gary Blades Big Game MVP award. So congrats to them. Now the boys are off to playoffs, so wish them luck. In water polo news, my amazing friends Jackson and Jared led the boys' water polo team to Channel League title with a 13-10 win over Ventura on Thursday. Jared scored 7 goals and Jackson collected 12 saves and their coach Mark Walsh mentioned that the Burford boys were outstanding and many of the saves were great shots to the corners. On Saturday, the team received a challenging draw in the CIF Division I playoffs, but they're still fighting and determined and will face Servite, the number four team from Rugged Trinity League, for a first round game at their home pool on Tuesday at 5 p.m. That's it for this week's SB Dons recap and see you next time. Thank you, Romy. All right, next up. Valeria, Charger Town. Okay. DP Chargers, Valeria, what's going on? Thanks, Erica. And hey, everyone. I'm Valeria with this week's Charger Recap. Starting off with our cross-country team, they were invited to the Mount Sac Invitational, the last and most important meet of the year. Our sophomore, Evan Gordon, placed fourth place. For girls golf, Zachary Gamanian was awarded Athlete of the Week at the Santa Barbara Athletic Roundtable. And for football, Greg Chapathy finished the season as the number three punter in the country with an average of 47.6 per yard per punt, over 38 punts, and a total of 1,810 yards. Then going back to cross country, on Wednesday they went to the SB County Cross Country Championship. Our top boys were sophomore Emin Gordon with a time of 15 minutes and 30 seconds for the three-mile course, and senior Tyler Jameson who finished fifth. Boys Varsity placed second overall, and JV placed first. Then for the girls, Simi Wolf Lions placed first with a time of 18 minutes and 53 seconds. Girls Varsity won first overall. Our boys water polo team will not advance to CIF finals after losing to Santa Barbara 7-4. The boys finished the season with 20 wins and 7 losses. 
and last but not least, girls tennis. This week was a very exciting week for girls tennis as Ellie Triplett and Mel Mayo made history. They played against each other during the Channel League Finals. This is the first time in girls tennis history that both finalists were chargers. The girls played hard, but Mel was injured during the second set and had to withdraw, making Ellie the first DP Channel League champion since 2014. And that is it for this week's Charger Recap. I'm Valeria, and I'll see you next week. How was she there, Anthony? Pretty good, man. She's got your DNA in her, yay? She's killing it. She's killing it. Proud, you know? <laughs> I was like, for months, I mean, I need a Charger. And it's like, oh, my niece goes there. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> and we got Raya Carpenter in the house. And, uh, you know, I'm so thankful and so blessed. Next up, Sean Walters. Sean, what's going over at Bishop? Thank you so much, Erica. This is Bishop Diego High School senior Sean Walters signing on once again to give you the Bishop Diego High School sports recap. Starting off with girls volleyball, the girls' season sadly came to an end on Wednesday as they fell to Capistrano Valley Christian. They finished the year as Tri-Valley League champs as well as CIF Southern Section quarter-finalists. Congratulations on a great season, girls. Also on Wednesday, though, our very own cross-country team had a great showing at the Santa Barbara County Championships. Laura Heineken broke the girls' three-mile school record, and both Santiago Sosa and Thomas Spieler are now in third and fourth place, respectively, all-time in the boys' three-mile. Almost all of our runners had PRs as well. Great job, everyone. On Friday, the varsity football team clinched an automatic playoff berth with a 49-28 road victory over Simi Valley to end the regular season. It was a record-breaking day for star senior Curran Gossett as he rushed 15 times for 406 yards and 6 touchdowns, both of which are school records. Big ups to that man Curran and the offensive line. Quarterback AJ Vele also threw a touchdown to Brian Trejo and Misa Payau had an interception. The boys will now host Vista Marietta on Saturday at 7 p.m. at Santa Barbara City College in the first round of the Division III playoffs. Please make sure to come out and support. Well, that's all I've got for your Bishop Sports Recap. Please don't forget to tune in once again next week, everyone. This is Sean Walters signing off. Thank you, Sean. You know, he sounds he's really, good. really, really good. He's I'm no, impressed. Can you hear the inflection? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now he's making the yeah, his. Yeah. I mean, from the he first week. What's yeah. that? He has a future in broadcasting. See that? And this is from Ed Langlow that just knows. That's right. And I can hear I can hear him now on a play-by-play for football. He catches uh, the ball at the 10. Uh, He's going to go all the way. 15, uh, 20, uh, 30, 40, uh, 50, 40, 30, 20, uh, 10. They took him down at the 5. What happened? I don't know if you look. If you, Romy did one. I don't know what it is. Ever since Sean jumped in. Yeah. So Romy did one, I don't know, like three or four weeks yeah. ago. Which is so... You know, uh, elegant. Elegant, yeah, like, good word. Whatever, and she goes, Don's, yay, Bishop, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, I was dying. I was dying. It was so awesome. That was good. Yeah, it was really good. So anyway, we got a great show today. We got Raya Carpenter. And uh, Ed, thank you, I, I've got to say. Uh, oh, what am I saying? Oh, my God. Let's, we can't forget the Royals. Ed, That's you're up Royals. next. There you go. Ed, what's going on? Thanks, Erica. This is Ed Langlow, San Marcos class of 1967, here with a Royals recap. Running back Andre McCullough was recognized at the Athletic Roundtable last week for rushing over 1,000 yards for the season. For girls volleyball, 5'10 senior Riley Green was also given honorable mention at the Roundtable for all her accomplishments. 
Friday night, the 4-5 Royals face the 8-1 Dons in Warrington Stadium for the 62nd time as Crosstown rivals. The Royals played a tremendous defense as they held the Dons scoreless for most of the first half, while Santa Barbara racked up four penalties. Late in the second quarter, 6'3", 235-pound quarterback Abel Renteria sprinted from the three-yard line into the end zone for the first touchdown of the game. In the second half, Adrian Elanese picked up a fumble on the 28-yard line for San Marcos. Then late in the fourth quarter, Josh Engel fired a 24-yard pass to Andre McCullough for a trip into the end zone, ending the game Santa Barbara 26, San Marcos 7. Some announcements from the desk of Athletic Director Abe Jihadami. Water polo playoffs start Tuesday. The Royals cross-country girls took second in the county meet, and girls golf received an at-large bid for the CIF tournament this weekend. Coach Robert Archer received a Lifetime Achievement Award Saturday at the Carriage Museum. Coach Archer was a teacher, mentor, and athletic director from 1968 to 2004. He came on board at San Marcos in 1974 as PE department chair for 13 years and athletic director for five. He was an assistant football coach for 32 years and served as head coach for San Marcos for two years, winning a Channel League championship. San Marcos is a better place today because of Coach Archer's dedication. Things are slowing down as the fall sports season comes to a close, but winter sports are just two weeks away. Up next is college admissions counselor Raya Carpenter after this. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Thank you, Ed. I am Raya Carpenter, college counselor at Bishop High School and owner of Balanced College Planning. If you need help with the college application process, you can find me at balancedcollegeplan.com. All right, so November is a huge month for seniors in California. The deadline to apply for admission to the University of California UCs and to the California State University, CSUs, is November 30th. So the UCs, of course, would be like UCSB, UCLA, UC Irvine, etc. Cal States would be Cal Poly, San Diego State, Chico, things like that. Uh, So these are the two major public university systems in California, and they are among the most affordable options for local students. So I typically advise students to give these programs a serious look. So here are my tips for applying to the UCs and the Cal States in November this month. It is important to know that these colleges have very strict rules on what courses you must complete for eligibility consideration. These are courses that are referred to as the A to Gs. So when you are entering your courses into the college application, it can be a little bit tricky. A categories for history, B categories for English. You don't need to memorize all of this, but the bottom line is, After you have put this information into your application, 
check with your high school counselor and ask that person to just do a quick proofread. It only takes like 10 minutes, five minutes maybe to do a quick proofread to make sure that you have put in your A to Gs correctly. In some cases, a machine could deny you admission to a Cal State, for example, just on a simple mistake. So check with your school counselor. It's so easy to do. Um, the other advice I have for seniors is uh, to get feedback on your personal insight questions. Sometimes students uh, do these these short answer. Um, they're not really essays, they're, but for the UCs. So you have to do four of them. It's about one or two paragraphs. And sometimes students will just do one draft and call it a day. But they don't realize how important these are in admission considerations for the UCs, which, of course, are very selective. So um, be open to doing multiple drafts. Uh, get feedback from from somebody um, outside your family, ideally, just for a little bit of uh, perspective. And um, the other thing related to the UCs that I always recommend is apply broadly. Uh, people are often surprised at just how selective these schools are. Um, so, you know, and also they can be surprised at, wow, I got into um, you know, UCLA, but I didn't get into UC Davis, which surprises me for some, you know, reason these things happen. So apply broadly, it's actually right on their website um, with that recommendation. Mm. My final piece of advice for seniors is to um, try and submit your applications before Thanksgiving vacation. It's a great way to avoid any last minute panics near the November 30th application deadline. And of course, you can better enjoy your vacation. A quick Little tip for the ninth through 11th grade students when it comes to the UCs and the CSUs, of course, they have these minimum criteria for the A to Gs. Try to always push yourself to go beyond the minimum. I, I run into so many students who say, you know, I did two years of language other than English. I met the minimum criteria. I'm done. And, you know, my goal is to be, you know, to go to UCLA. Well, that's not going to be sufficient. Push yourself to do at least three years and, and really just go um, to the, the recommended category and try and exceed. Mm. That is it for me. I'm Ryan Carpenter with Balanced College Planning. I wish you all a happy fall application season. Mm. Go ahead, Dominique's got some questions. Ryan, I've got a quick question. So for kids that are really trying to plan out all the different options, that all the different schools they want to have as an option, um, should they like get with their English teacher or get with their history teacher or someone that has to do with language and say, hey, can I buddy up with you so that you proofread my papers or something? How do, how do kids go about getting mentors to help them with the writing aspect of what they're submitting? You know, they do all kinds of things. They'll ask their peers to help them. They'll ask their parents or their siblings to help them, teachers, counselors. Um, You know, I would say that there's it's absolutely great if you're lucky enough to where you have a a relationship with a teacher at your school who has the time to support you in that capacity. Um, Sometimes it's very difficult for them to be able to take on that um, additional responsibility. But if, if you have that, absolutely. I would, I would prefer that a student get feedback from an education professional than a peer, right? And even um, than a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I'm finding that in many cases, parents can can be pretty good at having a critical eye. So I, you know, if if you can't get a teacher to give you feedback, you know, look inside your own home, and and that can also be of use. Um, and then um, using Grammarly is that? Have you found that to be successful for students to use that as part of their writing process? It seems to be a pretty regular process that students are tapping into. Um, and 
Um, there's also a great website that I always recommend. College Essay Guy has a lot of free resources for students, and he actually has a scholarship program um, for uh, you know underrepresented students, limited income, who can apply to get feedback from actual counselors on their essay writing. Of course, this is something that you would want to start in, you know, the summer going into 11th grade. Did, so, you, did you say, Raya, college essay, essay guy? I did. Okay, mm-hmm. E-S-S-A-Y. Okay. I was, I, yeah. that kind of struck me as kind of weird too. But yeah. No, that's by, good. By the way, Raya, I've been submitting my forms for the last 10 years. I've heard <laughs> back from no colleges. I don't understand why. <laughs> yeah. and I, one last question, Raya, because I know you're super, super busy. Yeah. Um, Okay, so you have a senior, and he's a baller, or she's a baller, and a great athlete, and comes up, and like, not going to be a mathematician when they grow up, so they're just going to want to drop calculus. To it's always been a, a hard thing for them on the math, and this way they can spend more time in the batting cages, and more room in the weight room, uh, or running around the track. So, what do you say to a, a situation like that? Because this is what I hear. So, what would you what would you recommend? Oh, well, uh, you know, everybody needs to do what's right for them. Nobody's the same. So uh, without question, there are going to be some unique circumstances where going to, you know, exceed the minimum requirements, for example, like I mentioned with the language other than English, I might have a learning challenge that just makes it excruciating to do a language other than English, right? So, um, you you know, I would say consult again with your school counselor, consult with your family, Mm -hmm. um, and consult with your teachers and say, you know, and you're, you know, am am I making a solid decision here? And, um, you know, I mean, there are schools that are um, hyper selective for admission, where if you're a recruited athlete, you actually can get in without meeting the minimum requirements to, Mm -hmm. you know, and then conversely, I've had students who have applied to highly selective institutions where the coach has said, listen, I have a spot for you on my team. Now, now, you know, go get admitted to my school and the student doesn't get admitted. Right. Right. So um, there's a wide, wide spectrum. And so Mm -hmm. I I think, you know, the, the basic answer to that would be um, that, uh, you know, uh, consult with important people in your life, Mm -hmm. um, go with your gut, and, you know, push yourself to um, take challenging classes and they get, get the best grades possible while maintaining your well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's, you know, all you can do. That's awesome. Raya, do you have any more questions? We're all good? Yeah. Uh, Raya, oh, you know what to say. You just, your wealth. You're, <laughs> you're a plethora of information every single month. So thank well, you. Thank you so much. Thank you so um, much, Raya. All right, let's. We'll get, we've got a lot of show. We've got a lot of people popping in here. We'll be back with more after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. 
Kim. Hello, I'm Dominique with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and I also teach Braille to the blind, and I love to do a Hackett's Hooga moment. Hooga! <laughs> Thank you. Where we talk about the comfy, cozy things in life that help us learn, help us connect with people. And my favorite thing is storytelling, because that's a nice way to bring in those fine qualities that we like to develop as our character. So this is an old story from Zululand. And Christine, I don't know if you've ever heard this story, but it is a story about why the cheetah has marks on on the cheetah. Why does the cheetah hmm. have the, the black spots? marks? Yeah, why does the cheetah have spots? So apparently... A long time ago, there was a eh, slightly wicked, lazy hunter who was sitting under a tree and he was watching a herd of antelope. And it was really hot. And he was just didn't really want to go chasing after the antelope. He was hungry. And while he was watching the antelope, he saw a cheetah come out of the bushes. And the cheetah went racing after an antelope that kind of gotten separated from the herd. And he thought, you know, it would be so awesome if I had a cheetah that could go hunting for me. So while he watched this cheetah, it was a mother. And the mother had three cubs. And he thought, you know what? I'm going to go steal a cub and I'm going to train the cub to go hunting for me. So he watched where the den was. And then at another time when the cheetah went down to the warding hole, he went over and he looked at these cubs and he was, had a hard time fixing which one he wanted. So he took all three. And when the cheetah came back and found her cubs gone, she cried and she cried and she cried and she cried so much. An older elder of the village heard her and he went into the the bush and he figured out what had happened. And he came back to the elders of the village and he said, hey, I know that this wicked hunter did something that's awful, that's not right. And so the elders came together and they got the cubs back from the hunter. They returned the cubs to the mother, but the mother had cried so much, her coat had become stained with tears. And so the, the, the purpose of the story is to say that it's the, the honor of the hunters that they should only use their means to hunt. They shouldn't use extraordinary means. It's just not fair. And so he broke a taboo of the tribe by doing this. And the reason why I'm looking at this story is that in life, we tend to have situations where we're encouraged to follow the rules, and then there are situations where we're thinking out of the box. And if you look at the story, you could say, well, the hunter was just being creative. This was employing creative thinking. But in another way, he didn't follow the taboos of the tribe, and it made it unsafe for the community. So um, the quality of this story is such... There's a lot of different layers. Yeah, it yeah. has a lot of different layers. Christine, had you heard this story before? No, I have not heard this story before. Yeah. So this, the spots on the cheetah are the tears, the cheetah's tears. Mm. Alex, I know wow. you need to add your enlightenment because we haven't seen you in a while because you've been working. Mm -hmm. Okay. You are a worker boy. So when you're working with teens, Alex, do you have situations where you realize, you know, there's a conflict between following the rules and thinking out of the box? No, absolutely. I mean, of course, with teens, they're always trying to test the limits, too. And and I think, you know, something that I took away from the story, you know, it's a, it goes to the mother, maybe fear of being alone. Mm -hmm. And teens, 
teens sometimes experience that a lot, you know, mm-hmm. growing, you know, maturing, getting into high school, figuring out who they are, who their friends are. And, and there's always that fear of being alone somewhere in something new. So I, I kind of, and it kind of translates to a client that I had this morning who was also experiencing some fear of being alone and isolated, but kids experience that a lot. And, and I don't think they realize how much they are or how much or how many other people are, are in that same struggle with them. And they just need to reach out and, and, you know, kind of think outside the box a little bit and see if they can find support or other people who can give them that kind of anxiety relief and let them know that they're not alone. I you know, see that. I, I, I follow along with you on, on a, and maybe in a spiritually and a little different level because you, you see people, kids all the time and they look like they got the worry, just like you say, of the world. But I also see pain. And I see shame and people caring when you're a kid and, and, you know, it depends upon your home life, um, what you have to go through when you get home and how to navigate. And I know a lot of kids live on ice. Um, I just would recommend to everybody if, you know, when you're out there, look, and if you see something, I recommend doing check-ins and saying, and I know you do this, Alex, you do this, this is in your big part of your practice, you know, just doing, saying, hey, what's going on? You okay? And um, because you could see it, you could feel it. Dominique. Yeah, the the care of looking people in the eyes and really seeing somebody. And the thing is, we don't have to have the answer. That's the amazing thing about being present for another human being. We don't have to be the solution for them. We don't have to know the solution for them. Just the fact that we're present helps quite frequently, helps them come to the knowingness of their own solution. I love when you say, Dominique, I see you and I hear you. And that that just basically means that that person has your 100% attention right now. And once that connection is formed, it really does add relief. Well, yeah. let, let me let me just say, uh, uh, Erica, that I see you and I, and I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Erica needs everybody to see her and hear her. Let me tell you. But you know what? Christine. Um, Christine, yeah. I, uh, my, uh, my question kind of goes to, interestingly enough, it goes to the wicked hunter and his loneliness. Mm. And his, Go there, Christine. Oh, yeah. Who was yeah. there for him and with him to check into? He was yeah. hungry. He was lonely. He was by himself. And so he chose to go and steal versus where was his community? Yes. Did he separate himself from his community? Did he, do you know what I mean? And and so my question is like, because there are, we we do this when we don't feel a part of our community and we separate ourselves out and we feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to do certain things. And believe me, I am an Aquarius. I learned the rules to find my way through them. Just Mm -hmm. so maybe I may not have to follow them, you know, (laughs) but I, I know what they are and I know what's right. And I know what's ethical right you know and so uh, that so that's where my men my mind went to i was hoping as he raised the three little cubs they became vegetarian <laughs> and then and then speaking of vegetarian i know anthony you're talking uh, uh carolyn givens over at something's good organic how's that working out so far, so good. We'll we'll get we'll definitely get somewhere. Nice, Absolutely. of course. Anthony's on it. There you go. So veggies in the house. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's, food see, that's, bank. Food bank has got a new branch now. We have an organic branch. Right. There you go. And, <laughs> organic food. And that that goes to show that there is an abundance out there. Oh yeah, right. there is. 
It's just the question is, have you looked, not literally, everywhere? Yeah. Right. Have you looked everywhere? Right. Yeah. And, and have you talked with everyone? Yeah. Hey, is there anything you could do? Okay, I understand. I bless you. And anything? Really? Fantastic. And it just, it, it just, it blossoms. Right. It just explodes. I love it. Ed, what's, uh, what's your take on it? Which side? Do you want to be the cub or the cheetah? <laughs> the hunter? Uh, what, what do you want to be? The elder in the yeah. village. The elder in the village. Yeah, I want to be the elder. No, that's not. Well, nice. I'm already the elder in the village. He found the, Ed went out with a posse and he that's found right. the the cubs. Right. He found the he baby. He found the cub. I mean, he found the little baby cub. <laughs> there you go. So, what? Do you, which one do you? Which? What did you take with the story, Ed? Well, yeah, that's that's what I would uh, I would say is that it's it's the it's a moral that you sh- you shouldn't steal, mm-hmm. and the spots are a reminder of the misery that was created in the cheetah by losing her three cubs. Mm. Yes. So I think mm. I think people don't consider that a lot. I had something stolen from me recently and I don't think the thief realized what they took. All the things that that were contained in that wallet and uh you know they got a couple hundred bucks out of it. I lost everything, all of my identity and and I keep thinking back on it. I'm thinking, "Oh geez, I just noticed my this license is missing as well." And I wonder if that thief knows how much misery they created for me yeah yeah so you know it's it's that's a, a good moral i think that comes from that story yeah. i know especially all the accounting you needed to do after because <laughs> your significant other you know had to lay out the trip you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. and you know there's an, another story that i think does parallel this and that was the story and i think it was a true story i actually do this uh, this man uh, this father had a little kid you know who was of bicycle riding age and the kid wanted a bicycle well the father wasn't making enough to wear they could really afford it so uh, they're walking along and he sees this bicycle just sitting out in somebody's yard and uh, the next thing you know he's taking the bicycle and giving it to his kid all right a few weeks later his child is hit by a car (gasps) so okay no no downer well no 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 the point is you don't know what what you're right. creating it, what waves when, in the universe what, you create that's yeah. it what waves in the re- yeah. universe you create is the yeah. best way to put yeah. it exactly right. well we i mean science tells us we are all connected we, we literally we don't know where one person ends and the other person starts mm-hmm. because we're sharing oxygen atoms and um when you look at matter there's actually more space in matter than there is stuff. I mean, it's such a, life is such a mystery. So when we work in community, that's, that's the main takeaway for teens is just to recognize mm-hmm. we're in community. We have rules and so forth because it helps us be in community um, and keep the thinking out of the box within the range of also following those beautiful taboos of community. Nice. Yeah. Listen, let's take a break. We've okay. got Anthony Rodriguez. And then right after Anthony, the, the, the close up the show, we've got Christine Marie with A View From The Deck.
back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, everyone. This is Anthony Rodriguez with the Food Bank of Santa Barbara County, but also with the uh, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So we got to think about it. Suicide prevention starts with everyday heroes like you. Suicide and mental health conditions <clears throat> affect millions. Together, we can bring these issues out of the darkness and create a culture that's smart about mental health. These walks event, and events give people the courage to open up about their own connections to the cause and a platform to raise awareness about mental health and suicide prevention. Friends, family members, neighbors, and coworkers walk side by side to support each other and offer support, help, caring, and also in memory of those that we have lost. I really encourage everyone to participate in the Out of the Darkness Walk, which will be in Galita this year on November 12th. And you can register at AFSP.org and look up the Santa Barbara Walk. And I really hope to see you guys there. It really makes a difference, especially now that the holidays are coming up. You know, sometimes people feeling alone, a little frustrated, overwhelmed, or maybe that they feel that they don't have enough uh, to give or to eat. You have to let everybody know that, you know what, you, you are enough. It, does, it doesn't matter what you can give. It's who you are. And I think that really makes a difference because um, it's hard to be alone. And I, you know, the thing is, is that they're not alone and not to be. And please don't be afraid to reach out and, and ask for help or even just to say hi to somebody. If you haven't talked to somebody in a long time, you know, what? pick up that phone and say hi. Um, write a letter. People forgot the art, uh, the art of uh, letters of writing, you know, just writing a letter. Hey, how's it going? We Whatever call it, it happy mail. <laughs> letter writing is happy mail yeah and it makes it makes a difference and you know if you see somebody walking down the street they don't look too happy smile at their they don't smile back that's okay don't take it personal mm -hmm. but you know what just notice somebody you know because you never know what just that smile can do and it's, and it can save a life it's 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 a proven fact and so you know parents please um you know be aware of your your kids um surroundings uh, you know talk to them Try to be part of their lives. I know sometimes when we're kids, we tr we push each other away, we push our parents away, um, but it's, it's it's important. And you know, unfortunately, we will we will appreciate it later on in life. Um, but kids, you know, don't make the same mistakes that I did. Um, please see what you have in front of you. See that you have a roof over your head. You have somebody that cares about you. And if how do they, how do you know if they care about you? Because they're nagging you, right? They're bugging you. <laughs> and, 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 you might you might not want to hear it now, but I promise you, I promise you, you will miss it when it's no longer there. And you don't want to get to that point. Mm -mm. And just from personal experience, you know, my birthday just passed and I used to get mad because my mom used to make me lasagna all the time. <laughs> Anthony, I'll make what? you lasagna. You I what? love making lasagna. It, it kills me that I didn't have lasagna this year. Oh, um, well, that's all right. We're making and, it back. And my to lasagna, lasagna is not gluten free. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look, Christine. I'll make half Christine. Half Christine's looking at me. Little booba face. I'll do half gluten free. Half After, for Anthony. You know, Jerry, and then Anthony. Did your mom put sausage or or meat in it? How did she make it? Um, I don't know, but I do remember that she used to spend hours and hours making it. Yeah. Oh my God. So, so all right. You know, that's that's the whole point is that don't wait till till you no mm. longer have it. Mm, Appreciate yeah. what you 
now because you never know when it'll be gone. You know, you, yeah. I know we talked about it off on the side, not on a show, but and I think that you said you're going to be getting the new reports any day. Um, let's just talk yeah. about what's going on in Santa Barbara. I'm just I'm hearing and it and it's no fault to the great um, responders that we have yeah. in the area. We love our force. It's we just, this is more sheriff, than anybody could have ever uh, imagined. So what, what do the numbers look like, Anthony? Um, well, the number of attempts is um, actually pretty high. Um, I have to wait till I get the, the next updated report, but um, you know. So has increased, it's, you're it's, saying? It has, it has increased. Um, but the thing is, is that we have to, we have to take care of it now. I mean, we have to be aware of that. I mean, don't, don't allow there to be another attempt because you know what, it might not be just an attempt. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the, t the one thing that I think that people don't know about is that, um, the sheriff's department has a brand new team that's called the crisis intervention team. And if somebody's having a mental health condition and they don't want to call the cops or actually have just a regular sheriff's respond, you can ask and, and make sure that you say, state, I have somebody going through a mental health crisis. Mm -hmm. I need the crisis intervention team or the CIT team. And they will send out um, trained individuals that are part of the sheriff's department, but they're also trained in, um, you know, in mental health. And they're the ones that you want to go responding to your home. They, you know, out of personal experience, um, you know, I've always been afraid to do that, right? Because um, of personal experience. But it's this new team that they have is amazing amazing and i heard you know i listen to the radio and i'm always hearing everything that's going on and i listened to the call that i called in no my my goddaughter called in excuse me and she said exactly what she needed to say and they responded beautifully and they got her brother some help um there is no violence there is no everybody went in there with compassion um you know was aware that he had a mental health condition and that makes a huge difference so i mean i got to give it up for for the sheriffs for doing that get having that team i that was unexpected but let me tell you it works um it, yeah know, it's, it, it's yes, pretty it's pretty wonderful anthony the and with the department of behavior wellness here um they are working with what's called a co-response teams where you they have a right. you know a, a therapist who comes with the the trained um sheriff or the the trained um officers so it's really is helpful and I, I wanted to set out put out too that there is also the suicide and crisis lifeline that 988 to dial 988 if you don't have anybody to talk to and you can't think of anything else <laughs> please just call 988 they will find a way to help you yeah mm. to help Beautiful. And I, I made use of of calling a line when I was pregnant at 17 and I wasn't ready to talk to my family about uh, having a uh, uh, an unplanned pregnancy. So uh, and tell people, admit to people when you use these crisis lines and so forth to give courage to other people to reach out. Yeah. Wow. That's very important. It is. Yeah, and all, yeah and there are more, I think, um, coming down the line because of the mental health crisis um, in 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 general in the world there are more there are going to be more opportunities of maybe not not even having um uh of just having you know mental health professionals come out instead of having to call the police right there's going to be more options and opportunities i think for that 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is kids are our future, and Anthony is the shining light to that. Thank he's you, Anthony. Had, he's had his own personal experiences, and look what we got. We got we got our Anthony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love our Anthony. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like yeah. my little brother Thank from a you, different Anthony. mother. From a different, uh, what is it? Parallel, different universe. Yeah, <laughs> we both had spirit animals. Mine was an elephant. I know what yours was. Yours was a cheetah. That's what it was. It was a cheetah. Uh, Dominique had the cheetah cup that were vegetarian. Okay, <laughs> listen, we've got Christy, don't go anywhere. We got Christy with a view from the deck right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back. This is Christine Marie. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. It's all good, and you have Look you have this Christmas, and um, and all of these stories of 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 of, of shadow, uh, you know, going into our, our our dark stuff, and and of um, cheetahs, and um, it reminds me of two cards in the tarot deck that I'm going to talk about. The first one is the Princess of um, Wands, and um, Wands is spirit and fire, and the, the, on this deck, um, there's a princess, and she is basically chasing her tiger. She's taking her tiger by the tail. She's doing her spirit work she is transforming those dark dark stripes of the tiger um, into um, what I what I like to say the queen of wands the queen of wands is standing outside the fire holding a big torch with these really cool black boots and I call it I, and I say that she's a spiritual badass so she's she's, she's <laughs> taking her she, she's she's this is the card of spiritual badassery so she's taken and what she's got sitting next to her is a cheetah or it could be um, a leopard but it's a spotted it's a spotted a large spotted cat so it's like that what the princess has done by taking on her shadow work by 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 taking her tiger by the tail by facing her demons right um she's created an opportunity for herself as a queen to stand in her power and to hold the light for others and to have dispersed those dark lines of energy into spots and so and they might have been tears too because oftentimes you know when we're frustrated and we're angry and and a lot of that anger is often protection for our sadness um so i do it is beautiful actually if you've added another um element into my tarot with that um the story of the of the um, cheetah and her spots cheetah and her spots and the tears because really how do we disperse those dark those uh, those dark shadows is by going to the emotion that's underneath them not just the anger and the rage and those things are true right and often depression is anger directed inwards instead of actually out where it's supposed to be Right. So right. anger protects us. Anger protects us. If right use of anger is so protective. Yes. But when we use that anger against ourselves because we think something's our fault that isn't necessarily our fault, 
I think about how for the logical mind, it doesn't need to be true. It just needs to make sense. So when we go back and we look at those things that made sense to our mind, to our childhood mind, it made sense because we didn't know what was going on when the adults lives. So of course it must be my fault. I must be bad because these bad things happened to me. No, these bad things happened because these people (laughs) were having their own troubles and we were, we were in the line of fire or we were, you know, we're, 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 I don't even know how to explain what word to say about that, but just, you know, from our adult perspective, it looks different. And what made sense then doesn't make sense now. And then those tears to, to, to cry tears for ourselves, you know, it's really important to love ourselves. You know, I want to give a gratitude to my brother, Ashley. He gave a quote that was really beautiful. He sent me a quote that said, do not be afraid of your difficulties. Do not wish you would be in different circumstances than you are. For when you have made the best of an adversary, it becomes the stepping stone to splendid opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was a good and one. Then, yeah. And then we go back to the sense of just being there for somebody. One of the most, I don't, there's a quote somewhere, maybe I'll find it for next week, but really there is a quote about if you can just sit there and, and, and sit with someone while they're in their pain and hold it for them, don't fix it. Just love them through it. Mm. They can, you know, they can feel their feels and they yes. can find their way through. Woo! Anthony, mm. call out one more time the, the walk we're having. The walk is uh, Out of the Darkness Walk will be November 12th. You can register online and it's free to register. So join a team, create a team. Um, it'll be again, November 12th. You can register at AFSP.org and look up Santa Barbara Walk and register to participate. It'll be at Galita Beach. Very good. Yes. Beautiful. That's going to be a nice walk, Anthony. Thank you for everything. Anthony, I'm going to the store now <laughs> and getting everything I need to make you a lasagna. And then don't worry, Christine, I'm going to make a one for you, too. I was thinking, what am I going to cook today? I had a squash. I put it out. We're going to switch it up. We're going to be making some lasagna. Uh, pick up your lasagna or I will deliver it to you, Anthony. Okay. All right. You're getting lasagna tonight. Tell Bianca. Hey, that's the end of the show. Everybody reach out. Hug it out this week. Eye contact. Make somebody happy today. God bless you all. See you next week. You're the best, you're the best.